0: Welcome to the first episode of our Urban Mobility podcast that we are preparing in collaboration with the EIT Urban Mobility. My name is Jan Paliczka, I'm a journalist working for the Czech News server Info.cz and I will guide you through the most interesting European startups that focus on urban mobility. Why focusing on urban mobility? None of us really wants to wait in an endless traffic jam, Right. The European Institute of Innovation and Technology, also known by its abbreviation EIT, drives innovation across Europe by integrating business, education and research organizations to collaborate and find solutions to pressing global challenges. In this episode of our podcast, we will focus on the challenge that many of you face every day. Well, I believe, firstly, we should answer a big question. Why is the urban mobility a challenge for European cities? Well, let me tell you just a few numbers. 50% of public space is taken by roads. 23% of European emissions are produced by cars. And we spend one year of our lives just by commuting. 67% of road accidents happen within the inner city limits. The EIT Urban Mobility Initiative, supported by the European Institute of Innovation and Technology, seeks to change this. The EIT Urban Mobility has five innovation hubs scattered across Europe. We will focus more on the Innovation Hub East that has its headquarters in Prague, Czech Republic. And there's nobody more qualified to tell us about its activities than the director himself, Mr. Trajan Urban. Mr. Urban, hello, thank you for connecting with us. I'd start with the most important question. What is it exactly that the Innovation Hub East do?
1: Hello, Uh, thank you for inviting me to be a guest on your podcast, Jan. Uh, What a joy uh, it's to spend time with you focusing on topics of urban mobility. As already you mentioned, EIT Urban Mobility is one of the innovation communities of the European Institute of Innovation Technology, which originally was initiated by a proposal of former European Commissioner Jose Manuel Barroso in the spring 2005. Uh, Inspiration of this idea came from uh, US Massachusetts Institute of Technology and the main objective was to reinforce European uh, ability to innovate. Uh, We as uh, EIT Urban Mobility, our objective is to accelerate the change towards more livable urban spaces, more sustainable mobility by bringing together all the different players in the ecosystem from industry universities, uh, research centers, SMEs and cities. Uh, We aim to become the largest European initiative uh, transforming uh, urban mobility in Europe. Uh, The reason why we are here is that European cities and citizens are facing many challenges. And in the near future, we will have to reinvent how to move in our cities. Uh, Technology and innovation will help to find new ways and, of course, public administration will need to cooperate closely with private and academic sector in order to find suitable solutions
0: the eit urban mobility has five innovation hubs scattered across europe the main headquarters in is in barcelona you are the director of innovation hub east which is located in prague czech republic is there some differences between the innovation hubs is the innovation hub east that you are in charge of
1: somehow specific and different to the other ones Yes you are right we are covering uh, the countries like Czech Republic Central power of Germany Hungary Israel Poland Romania Serbia uh, Slovakia not to, not to forget uh, any of them uh, basically the main differences are on partners partner structure and challenges which are facing our cities these challenges might be slightly different from cities in western and northern Europe from 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 east logically in our hub, we are proud that we can work with, uh, and very closely we can work with uh, our core partners uh, that are coming from uh, very important industrial partners like Skoda Auto, Mał, uh, Institute of Logistic and Warehousing from uh, from Poland, from Poznań, concretely. Also, we are working with um, uh, prestigious research centers like Czech Technical University, uh, Budapest University of Technology, uh, UTIA from Czech Republic, or Technion from Israel and. Uh, Technical University from Braunschweig. Not to forget also a very important part of our community Tel Aviv Jafo municipality. Mm. You've mentioned that uh, not only
0: European countries, but also Israel are a part of where the Innovation Hub East operates. And can you tell me how does this cooperation with the very well-known startup nation and a technical nation that Israel is considered as benefits the outcomes of the whole Innovation Hub East? How does the partnership benefit the European countries from Central and Eastern
1: Europe? Mm-hmm. And that is a very interesting question. Uh, I'm convinced that innovation is the main reason of economic success, success of Israel. Recently, even I was reading a very special book uh, from uh, uh, one of our partners, Amnon Fenkel, who was writing the book uh, Technion nation and he was describing basically the story of how the Technion graduates drove Israel's innovation transformation. Of course, uh, geographical, uh, geographical conditions, historic culture and education contributes to the fact that Israel is building a culture which is focusing uh, on the development and education of its people or citizens in order to protect the inhabitants of Israel. Uh, Many authors, what is also very interesting, are exploring the role of um, Israel military training, uh, which is playing in grooming young business entrepreneurs and the impact of military service basically on leadership, teamwork and uh, mission-oriented skills. Uh, Now we can see the result and uh, we can see that Israel is one of the highest, or in Israel we can see one of the highest concentration of staff startups in the world, and uh, not just uh, any startups, Uh, they are highly successful, Uh, they are attracting attention of big companies and investors.
0: Okay, thank you so much for your answers. And now to give you, our listeners, a sense of what kind of startups are working within the field of urban mobility, and there's a whole variety of spread of areas, well, let us introduce you to a few of them. Firstly, I would like to introduce to you Jeffrey Martin, CEO of a Prague-based company, Mosaic 51, that will present you his company and what he's doing for the urban mobility.
2: Uh,
3: My name is Jeffrey Martin. I'm uh, co-founder and CEO of Mosaic, and we build uh, connected uh, AI cameras for mapping and smarter cities
0: all right and what is your goal of your company how do you how would you like to incorporate your camera that you're developing into the field of urban mobility
3: um well we would like to build a new standard for mapping the world uh we would like to help uh, create a 3d map of the world uh, using our camera systems um and our, our first product is, is geared specifically towards that so it's uh got a powerful computer inside, uh, as well as uh, very high resolution um, cameras, um, specifically designed for mapping streets, railroads, and um,
0: you know, infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And what is the new twist in your technologies? How does it differ from other similar ones that are already being used?
3: Well, most cameras used today, uh, either industrial cameras or consumer cameras, uh, only capture an image, um, and they they put the image on a disc and then it can be used later for analysis or whatever. Um, our, our camera contains um, a very powerful computer, uh, so it doesn't need to be connected to anything else in the car. Uh, it's got everything on board um, and it has the possibility to do a variety of image recognition tasks or AI inference tasks, uh, which would normally... Uh, require a large computer either on board or uh, on a server um, and everything is possible to be done on the edge in the camera
0: itself and is the camera that you have developed already being used is has it been put into use by some other companies that are mapping the and making the 3d maps
3: uh, yes so um, we've sold a number of cameras to a number of companies um, uh, throughout the world uh, including Google and uh, mapillary which became part of facebook um, recently Mm
0: -hmm. and uh, how do you cooperate with the european institute for innovation and technology and what are the benefits from this cooperation of your company
3: Um, so the eit um, invested in our company recently um, Mm -hmm. and uh, as, as part of that community of uh, companies working in you know urban mobility and and, and uh, related fields, um, we hope to you know make a number of you know important connections um, in this industry and in related industries. Um, not only in the in the field of mapping, but in, in related fields such as um, you know smart cities and industrial automation and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you would look into the future, into let's say five or 10 years, where do you see your camera? Do you see uh, mass usage of it or do you see it as a new standard set by your camera for the rest of the field of the similar stuff in urban mobility?
3: So we would like our camera systems to be the standard camera systems used uh, for for mapping the world, but also for other um, sort of intelligent uh vision applications um we would like to build the new standard of of smart cameras that are used for um you know industrial analysis and uh, automation and things like that
0: mm-hmm. mr martin thank you so much for connecting with us and telling you telling us about your company and about what you do and we wish you good luck and we wish that you will fulfill all the goals that you've set with your company mosaic 51 thank you great thank you for having me our second guest to our podcast from the startup scene would be Mr. Baldisar Fejes from Budapest, who's a co-founder and a CEO of a company called ITC. Let's see what they've got in store. Uh,
4: my name is Baldisar Fejes. I am from Hungary. And uh, with my co-founder, Matias, uh, we started out uh, in 2018 as a school project and for a local innovation competition. And uh, since then, uh, we went on a very long road and uh, ITC, as you mentioned, stands for Intelligent Traffic Control. We started out from the problem that uh, in Hungary, uh, especially, and in a lot of different uh, countries, we noticed that the current settings of the traffic lights is very inefficient and causes a lot of trouble in the cities. And uh, we wanted to find a solution uh, that that tackles this problem because uh, we went out to different uh, companies that are currently uh, using their system in the intersections and try to find out uh, is the limitation uh, of their and why why is it is, uh, not record uh, current traffic conditions and we found out that their approach is is still. Um, very old-fashioned, and they are using the old systems, and trying to upgrade it to a level that it meets the requirements of today's traffic. But it 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 didn't achieve that uh, uh, level, and that is why we started out thinking what could be a better solution, and that is how uh, we started ITC in two thousand in late two
0: thousand and eighteen. Mm-hmm. So after it will be almost two years in this late, it's the end of the year now. So it's been two years of ITC being found. Uh, what is the progress? Have you actually came with the solution that's been put into use or have you just used some like simulation in a simulated, uh, traffic environment?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, actually, um, uh, yeah, two years, it was a really long, uh, time after this innovation competition, uh, we found, uh, the climate launchpad competition. Uh, which was a really uh, milestone, a first big milestone for us. It started out our journey. We built up a business model. We started out developing the product itself and uh, during these two years uh, we uh, created a simulation program in in terms of the product side. We have a simulation program that is ready to receive uh, traffic data from uh, the roads and uh, using that traffic data it is able to uh, simulate the uh, workings, the uh, operation of the traffic lights, and currently we are preparing for our first pilot project uh, that will happen in Stockholm, Trent, and start o- start off in uh, January. And currently we are in talks with the city of Hamburg, where we would be able to uh, begin the second piloting uh, uh, later on 2020.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, what makes uh, your solution uh, so flexible that it can work in all different types of cities? Because you've mentioned that the, your inspiration was the situation in Budapest, in your hometown. But uh, as you mentioned, uh, Stoke-on-Trent and Hamburg, those are two very different cities, since Hamburg is a city by sea, very industrious city. Stoke-on-Trent is a smaller city in in England. Uh, what makes it uh, go around the traffic in it, can it like uh, tell the traffic by itself? Does it have like some AI that recognizes and learns by the traffic under the
4: under the traffic lights? Yes, basically what you've said is is uh, is very similar uh, of how our system works. So there are lif- different uh, uh, qualities of our of our solution. There are different uh, very important aspects uh, why it is it is a really good system. For instance, it doesn't use the uh, fixed time periods because currently the traffic lights operate using fixed time periods. They say there are 30 seconds for this and and one minute for the other side. And these are changing and they are strengthening it, lengthening it and making it shorter. But what we are doing is not using these time periods. We let the the lights operate based on the live data that we get uh, in real time from the sensors on the road which means that we have a very flexible operation and using that uh, and also the uh, information uh, gathered from our customers, the municipalities, uh, who will say that, for instance, they want the, the big vehicles to pass faster or they want the queue length from this side of the road to be uh, shorter. So we can ha- we can modify our different variables in accordance with their needs and this makes us very flexible. We also provide a deep integration for pedestrians and emergency vehicles. This is also a very uh, important uh, competitive edge. And another one is that we can work with different monitoring devices uh, as well. So uh, that makes this solution very flexible. And as you mentioned, this AI, uh, basically it operates uh, as as an AI because it, it recognizes the traffic and based on that, our algorithm decides, uh, as as like like an AI, which is the most optimal settings of the traffic lights.
0: Mm-hmm. And I would like, to, <clears throat> I'm sorry. And I would like to ask you about your cooperation with the European Institute of Innovation and Technology, because you've already mentioned that you've started with the IS, with a uh, ITC as a school project. Has the cooperation with the EIT been something that helped you move towards from a School project to something that will actually be put into use in two cities now and maybe much more cities in the future. Yes,
4: definitely. Uh, Of this innovation competition, we almost uh, put it up all all the project because they couldn't. So they wanted a tangible, ready, ready ready-to-market solution at that competition, and what we had really good uh, basics and a really good project that is not yet uh, in place. And then we found out uh, this EIT Climate Kick uh, uh, program and this Climate Launchpad competition uh, where we were uh, shortlisted to the global final in Edinburgh as well. And that was a really whole new experience for us when we built up something from scratch to a ready business model and uh, to to a better product. And uh, that that was a really big milestone for us, I believe. And since then, we participated at the Climate Accelerator program, uh, that one and a half year uh, long program, as well as the EIT Urban Mobility program, uh, that uh, uh, that helped us both in, in our financial uh, problems to build the product better, to have a have a, a, a bigger market penetration as well as the uh, business guidance from the mentors there it it really uh, gave us a confidence and gave us a, a basics the uh, basic that um, that we could utilize in the future definitely and uh, it was really useful that every time we had something some problem and uh, we wanted to have a discussion about uh, we or we had uh, two mentors in both of these programs and uh, they were ready to help they were always there for us and um, these different events that they organized also helped us uh, to see which are the aspects to penetrate the market.
0: Okay, once again, thank you for taking your time and I wish you good luck with the testing your product and both uh, testing and putting it into use in European and cities worldwide and helping to solve the traffic issues. Thank you very much. And our third guest that we're gonna connect to Leipzig, Germany, Is Mrs. Leila Koenig, who is a co founder and a CEO of a Dash factory company. What do they do? Well, let's hear it from her.
2: Thank you so much. So, my name is Lilia Koenig. I'm from Germany, uh, especially from um, Baden-Württemberg, but now I'm in Leipzig, I think three years. And yeah, we. Are all professional professional cyclists and we are riding a lot of thousand kilometers every year. Mm-hmm. And then we had yeah, a big struggle at every ride with some cars and trucks who are overtaking much too close. And so we thought about okay, so maybe we can use a like GoPro or something like that. But then we thought about okay, uh, with the data security, it's not allowed to film permanent. And also, it's not the best possibility um, to just have a record because also you need distance and something else to go to the police or in front of the court if something happens. Mm-hmm. And this was why we started to develop the dash bike in 2018. Um, we founded the company Dash Factory last year because it takes nearly one year to just get started with all those uh, entrepreneur stuff um, to learn, you have to learn every day so much and yes, now we are in the last steps so I think 10 days to go and then our product is really finished our dash bike is special because um, we are overtaking just if someone overtakes you or passes you to, uh, too close and also we have a running daylight that you are just more visible and we have some distance measurement. Mm-hmm. also a lot of sensors we can work together with city for example with the city of leipzig to tell them where are the frequented routes or also where are some critical spots so that they can improve the cycling infrastructure very efficient.
0: Mm-hmm. and so you've mentioned that it's some last 10 days before you put the final product on sale do you already have some pre-orders or Is there interest in your product by the cyclists?
2: Yes. So we started also with our webpage in 2018, I think. So at the beginning, it was very basic because we just wanted to know if there's a real market. Um, We also heard about these other startups who thought, okay, my product will be very needed on the market. But in the end, it's just themselves who needed this solution because no one else had the problem. Um, so we started with the web page and just um, collected some newsletter applications. Um, then step by step, our yeah, web page got much better. Also, we found our first partners. Um, we have a big insurance company um, who is one of our first customers. We have several cities Um who will buy some Dash bikes at our store and then we will give it and distribute it into the city. So those are our first customers.
0: Perfect. And now I would like you to talk about your cooperation with the European Institute for Innovation and Technology. How exactly does that help Dash Factory to develop the product and to put it into use?
2: Um, yes, yeah, so especially what helps us really, really much was the contacts. Because especially when you are in a, niche like us and you need contacts to cities it is so difficult because if you just write a letter to, to a city you can write 200 or 300 letters and no, not a single one will will talk to you so um it's always good to have someone like the eit that you just can tell them that you are uh, at the eit because it gives you a really good reputation and also they help you to get some contacts directly in the program. So they had a, a separate event. It was just meeting cities. So uh, we had the possibility to talk to several cities um, all in Europe and not just in Europe, so all over the globe. And this was uh, a pretty good uh, thing for us. They also have a makerspace. So you have um, the possibility to work there and also the possibility to ask other people questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And if you would look into the future in, let's say five to 10 years, do you see your dashback being m- used massively in European cities and not even just European cities worldwide and helping it make uh, the environment for cyclists more safer and better? in this in the context of the urban mobility and do you think that maybe you've set up a new standard in this specific field
2: yes so we really want to change here something we also wanted to grow this product fast because we really hope that some car drivers just think okay maybe he has a dash bike so i will just wait one second or two seconds and then i will overtake him when it's more clear and i have more space So we will just make a change in the opinions of of some people. I also think that a lot of car drivers um, are passing too close because they just don't know how close it is if you are on a bicycle because they never have been on a bicycle. So I don't think that they do it for for a bad reason. I just think that they don't know this. And I really hope that we can make a, a little part of a big puzzle to, to make it more safe for cyclists and i think when it's more safe for cyclists there will be much more people who will take their bicycle instead of a car and this is something what we want to really improve because riding a bicycle is so much fun especially when you go grocery shopping or something else you meet other people you talk to them it's it's pretty easy everyone can do this and it's it's sometimes it's pretty nice and it makes so much fun and I think a lot of people they don't know this feeling yet but maybe if it's safer for them they will do go buy a bicycle.
0: Okay, I wish you good luck in fulfilling the vision that you've just uh, introduced us to, and good luck with the sale of your product. And hopefully, we'll see it being used. And as you've mentioned, many people maybe. It will be for them the reason to start biking more and more often and feel safe with that. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Goodbye and have a good day.
2: Thank you so much.
0: And last but not least, we have another company based in Prague, Czech Republic. That's eParkomat and its CEO Pavel Verba. Well, let's see what Mr. Verba can present in the field of urban mobility from his company's point of view.
5: Okay, thank you for inviting me for this podcast. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, so uh, I'm Pavel Verba, co-founder and CEO of uh, Eparcomat. Uh, as an Eparcomat, we are the Czech technological company established in 2016, and uh, we are working with the data of the mobile operators, and we are utilizing them uh, to uh, to create additional value in regards to real-time parking analytics. So simply said, we are using AI and telecoms data to uh, create you the most uh, precious uh, parking prediction. So we are helping cities to understand uh, what is happening in regards to the parking in the city and we are helping them to make the right decision based on this data.
0: Okay, uh, you've mentioned that it's all driven by data from uh, mobile operators, so there are no sensors, no cameras installed anywhere, it just like gathers the data from mobile phones and it makes a prediction whether on a certain street there will be a free parking spot for you available, if I understand it correctly.
5: Yes, you understand correct. Uh, maybe a little correction because uh, we are not using data directly from the mobile phones. We are utilizing the data uh, from the Signaling uh, Network, which simply means that every single mobile phone which is connected to the mobile network needs to communicate with this network, and based on this communication, we are utilizing the signals, and based on these signals, we are uh, making this anal- this kind of the analytics. Uh, what is uh, what is Great, it's fully anonymized, so uh, you can uh, you cannot uh, say that uh, this mobile phone is yours or mine. Uh, so this is uh, the first advantage. The second advantage is that uh, uh, every single person now in the Czech Republic or, and uh, all over the world has the mobile phone in the pocket. So we have a great data source, and uh, I think uh, it's really useful for for the purposes of the parking. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, if I may ask, what is the success rate of the predictions that the app makes about the free parking spot?
5: Yes, uh, we are focusing not on the single parking spot, but on some smaller areas, so let's say 3 to 5 parking spots, and uh, the prediction, which was audited several times, uh, has uh, has the accuracy between uh, 90 and
0: 96%. Oh, well, that's fairly high, it's surprising for me but good for you that the app works uh, so efficiently. Uh, I found an interview with you from June 2019 in E15 uh, to check a uh, business media server, where you said that you, your plan is to conquer the world with the the eParkomat app and you've mentioned that you're planning to expand into the USA and into further states than the Czech Republic. It's a year and a half since the interview, so I have to ask how did the expansion into the United States, how did it work out or expansion anywhere else from the Czech Republic? Yes,
5: yes. Uh, Yeah, uh, that that was the plan at that time and last year in 2019 I spent most of the time and uh, our team spent a lot of time in the US. Uh, unfortunately, this year when we are quite limited mm. with traveling, uh, we decided to, to close the US market and US market activity. There was uh, two reasons behind or three the first was uh, that the data was not available uh, at that moment in the us because there was a merge of our partner uh, telco operator t-mobile us uh, together with the sprint uh, which was uh, like uh, which has uh, a critical impact uh, on the people we, we knew for for years and um, uh, we simply said uh, should start uh, to build it again, yes, mm-hmm. this year. So that was the first thing. The second thing was the Corona stuff because uh, that, that was uh, that was a little bit crucial. The third thing, uh, the third thing was that uh, we are, we were also in some uh, state of um, raising uh, the new money uh unfortunately it was not successful on the other hand this is like uh, not pretty big success on the other hand we have actually the joint venture in india so we a little bit scaled our portfolio and as well our plans so since uh, the end of the 2019 we started to work in india and uh, actually, this uh, this part of our international expan- expansion is uh, quite successful. Uh, we are uh, having the joint venture there at the moment, and uh, we a little bit more scaled the product. So in India, parking is the hot topic as well, but the stage of the digitalization is a little bit lower than in the uh, Europe or in the U.S. So uh, we are helping there mostly with the smart city concepts and uh, how to understand the behavior and the mobility of the people. So uh, that's, a, that's a critical aspect because uh, in the numbers which uh, actually India have, I mean the billion and a billion and a half of the people, uh, it's quite interesting analytics as well. So we are helping government and the cities to understand what is happening in the cities and how to plan and utilize the existing infrastructure in the cities and how to move forward uh, as well with the smart city initiatives, but uh, as well with uh, life uh, as usual, yes. So uh, this is what we do at this moment.
0: And if we return from India to Prague, uh, you can download the app both to Android and to uh, iOS devices so if anyone of those who will listen to the podcast will come to prague they can already use the eparkomat app to find the parking spot and uh, if i understand it correctly even to pay for the parking where payment is uh, enforced am i right
5: uh, yes, definitely. Uh, it is available on the uh, on the stores, so it is possible to use uh, for your parking. Uh, but uh, but uh, as I mentioned, we a little bit scaled our business, so we are now more helping cities to understand what's happening and to make the parking easier, not just navigating the people on the free parking spot, but especially to to have the infrastructure ready for the people. So at this moment, we are also like helping the Institute of uh, Urban Development in Prague. IPR. Uh, we are helping uh, ROPIT, which is organization which is organizing uh, the public transportation in Prague, in central Bohemia. So uh, those aspects are, I think, the most important because our additional value uh, is uh, in those cases not visible on the first uh, like in the first moment but it is uh, visible at the moment you are deciding if you, you will use your car or you will you will go to Prague and uh, you know public transportation is ready for you or the infrastructure is enough big to uh, that you can leave your car anywhere you want yes for, uh, uh, for good conditions so uh, that's what we are working on. The application, yes, it's available, but uh, it's not a primary focus for us at this moment. So maybe it looks a little bit older. <laughs> 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 However, who wants to use it, uh, of course, can download it and try it at least for 14 days trial uh, for free.
0: Okay and if i may ask about the uh, cooperation of eparkamat with the european institute for innovation and technology how does that work out how did it help you to move your projects forward
5: Yes, yes, uh, it's also really a really nice experience from this year. I think EIT, EIT Urban Mobility activities are quite interesting and we are happy that uh, the European Union is uh, decided to support uh, the, the innovations in uh, in the field of the urban mobility. So uh, we joined this program. Uh, we are uh, at this moment uh, as a one of the three scale ups. Uh, who is delivering the pilot uh, project? Uh, we del- uh, we are just finishing the implementation and the pilot in the city of Ostrava, in the Czech Republic and uh, I think it's quite uh, exciting experience, especially that you have the opportunity to to discuss your solution within the European countries with the different uh, experience and approaches uh, which uh, people have, for example when we discuss our technology with the city of Barcelona, they have the different uh, point of view on our technology than, for example, the city of Ostrava or uh, city of Hamburg. Uh, that's quite interesting experience, because you can learn a lot what is uh, existing and which is, which is out of your box, and as well, uh, you can develop uh, definitely better product thanks to this activity. Yes, And uh, what is, I think, the best, because I just finished a call a few minutes ago uh, with some representatives of uh, city of Ostrava, they are uh, really appreciating that they have the opportunity to, to pilot those kind of the technologies because uh, it's not easy for them and especially this year when uh, you know the priorities uh, are naturally like focusing on the COVID-19 stuff and uh, they are really happy that they can also uh, also see some uh, additional value in relation to the innovations in relation to the mobility because it can be also part of the solution of our problems today
0: Okay, Mr. Verba, thank you once again for taking your time. And I wish you good luck with uh, getting the results and with all the desired expansions so they will work out and nothing more such as the COVID-19 this year will be an obstruction for you in fulfilling your goals. Thank you and have a good day. Okay, thank you. Have a nice day. Those were four of many companies working within the urban mobility sector in the Central European region that the EIT is supporting. And if we look at the big numbers, all of the starting new companies from all around Europe that can bring more diversity to urban movement and complement the shape of future cities, we would get a bigger picture of what's going on with the support of EIT. Among other areas, this episode will focus on the business creation and the support of new businesses and startups. It is no surprise that the general challenge of this activity is boosting of the competitiveness of the mobility industry. What exactly is the scope of business creation? Let's ask Mr. Tryon Urban again if we'd be talking about the business creation and how EIT, urban mobility and the innovation hub is how they help with the business creation. If I understand it correctly, there are four methods or four types of activities that you help to do and they're called accelerator, finance to move, go global and scale up hub. Could you shortly describe those four instruments that you use in order to help the startup companies to achieve
1: their success? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, EIT Urban Mobility uh, business creation program is developing a startup friendly environment, as you are mentioning, uh, with the uh, unique objective of boosting the competitiveness of European mobility industry. Uh, Our business creation uh, aims to become the reference in the market for transforming innovative mobility project into the most successful business models through the creation of startups, or scale-ups of existing businesses. And the tools we are using, uh, it's basically resources for startups and scale-ups. We are uh, giving them uh, knowledge and uh, training. Uh, We are offering fundings and uh, we are facilitating networking. Basically, uh, I could stress that we support the life life cycle of startups through uh, the phases of acceleration, incubation, and scale-up through our own investment tools. And uh, the goals we are uh, reaching or we want to follow, um, it's through uh, uh, our programs. The accelerator program uh, basically provides support to startup working on innovative mobility solutions. Scale-up hub offers long-term collaboration through its package of services, pilots with cities and alumni network. Go Global program, it's enabling global outreach and business opportunities. And Finance to Move uh, is providing financial support for yearly businesses or bus- early business creation by matching innovative ideas with different funding options, uh, facilitating access to private venture capital and creating uh, EIT Urban Mobility Investment Fund.
0: Okay, thank you once again. Talk to you soon and good luck with your activities. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening and we'll be looking forward to meet you in the next episode of our Urban Mobility Podcast. Stay safe and have a good day.